Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast with Ali and Dallas. What do we have today? Ali, today I've got a conceptual one for you. I'm mm. feeling philosophical. So, this uh, could be interesting and useful or it could be terrible. We'll, we'll soon see. Yes, we'll, we'll today, see. Today I've got a tale of two horses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I definitely wasn't expecting that to come out, but a tale of two horses. So, I don't know how I got thinking about this the other day, but and and just I I when I finish when we finish recording this, I'm going to send it to my wife Nicola because she hates when I use analogies like this, where I <laughs> do this big long theoretical thing to then tie it back into. Just tell me the the point of what you're saying, but just bear with me. So I don't know. Uh, you obviously know, and, and listeners might not know that I grew up on a on a cattle property, mm. and. Uh, and also, I've got a, a heap of mates, and and I are interested in in race in race horses now. So, the tale of two horses is one of them is the the current horse that uh, my a, a group of four mates and I own uh, called Red Boom. So, Red Boom is a a, a just a, a lovely horse. You know, yep. I don't know if you know much about horses, but they have personalities. They have all their yeah, own little okay. quirks. There. So, this Red Boom is a uh, you know. Just a great horse, lovely to train the the strapper and the and the trainer. Love yep. this horse, you know. She's uh, you know works, trains hard, eats well, does everything right that a horse is supposed to do. Yep. The only problem is that uh, Red Boom, as I say, is a race horse that I own a share of and is not that fast. Ah, uh, okay. So, so the issue we have here is that we have a horse that it needs a bit of aggression <laughs> in its life. Well, it's just uh, it like. She's good by every metric other than the main one that actually counts, yeah. which is just being faster than be other fast. horses. <laughs> so, I say this all the time, but she's a lovely horse, that horse, but we're, we're in we're a racing competition here. Yeah. Like, we need yeah. to be faster than the other horses and we're not faster than the other horses. So, that's one horse. The other horse that I made me think about was a, a horse that I used to have called Sky High. So, another good name. Yep. So, this was back in my camp drafting days. So... Cow drafting um, is basically when you ride a horse and you chase a cow around sort yeah, of an, an right obstacle on. course kind of thing. So, that's a test of your control of the horse and control of the cow and all the rest of it. You know, Sky High as a horse was an absolute lunatic. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> you used to argue with it. It's crazy how these horses have such different they have personalities. such different personalities. This horse was mad. He... he Used to used to have to fight him constantly, not physically, but mentally battle with him every time I wanted something <laughs> to happen. He'd always wanted to take control. He thought he knew everything. I remember once we actually he reared back over on top of me and tried to kill me, basically. So, oh, <laughs> so I'm painting a picture here. This this horse is mad. Yep. However, we were campcrafting and we used to win a lot of campcrafts. He yeah. was very good at him and I won a lot of campcrafts together. This yeah, was in, okay. in sort of junior days. So, got me thinking about this concept of things that 
feel feel good or sound good or sort of good in ways that don't really matter. And so, where I've ended up with this, and this is, like ah, I said, the long way around here is... Good little tie-in? Basically, my theory is that our, our really nice but slow racehorse is a bit like having your retirement savings invested in cash. Yep, yep. Feels great, really comfortable, causes you no problems in the short term, doesn't, you know, mm. it's just, it all, it's all feels great, it's all lovely. Yep. The issue is you will run out of money before you die. Yeah. So, it will feel lovely up until the point that this is what we're at, where we're at with our slow racehorse is that it's a lovely horse up until every month when we get the trainer's bill and the bill is more than the prize money because the horse is slow. So, we go (laughs) and, you know, every month we go, that's fine. Nice horse. She tries hard and, yeah, you know, she's a lovely horse. Yeah, it's great. At some stage, the horse needs to win some races. Otherwise, she is not a good racehorse. So. Whereas, as I say, the other horse that I used to argue with, Sky High, that tried to kill me, that, you know, was just a constant battle, we used to go to campgrounds every weekend and we would win a lot of campgrounds. Yeah. And so, you go – and that that analogy was that that horse is like investing in companies throughout your retirement. Yeah, it, a lot of volatility. A lot of volatility, a lot of Good messiness. Good times, bad times. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot of, lot of ill feeling. Yeah. A lot of fighting, a lot of – a lot of internal turmoil. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of things. You're doing you know, exactly what you don't want to do at that point in yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Then, yep. Exactly. So that was sort of my theory. Is you go for anyone who's just, you, you may not uh, know about horses, but, you, but I'm sure everyone can think of different analogies where, and I think we're all guilty of this, where we we sort of back our way into a story of, mm. like I say, we we like this horse, so I oh, yeah, we'll make excuses for it and we'll try and convince ourselves that there's a good reason why yeah. we keep this slow racehorse and then we have other horses that were other things in life that we don't like and that's, you know, like investing in companies. Now, as I say to people all the time with the super balance, no one likes watching their balance drop by 20, 30%. It's, no not, it's not fun. It's not like it's not like the people who, the people who are invested in companies. Uh, oh, yeah, well, they, there's some people that enjoy that and then some yeah. that don't. No one enjoys it. It's not fun for anyone. Yeah. But practically, as we've as we talk about a lot of our clients, what we're trying to achieve there with the bulk of your retirement savings is we need that to grow over the long term, mm. so that you can provide a rising income stream in retirement to offset inflation and make sure you don't run out of money before you die. And yep. it isn't. It's often not pleasant. It's it's never the ratio of pleasant times to unpleasant times doesn't really line up because as we've talked about before, losing money feels really painful and making a bit of money doesn't really feel that good. But over the long term, if you look at what is it we're trying to achieve mm. here, we're trying not to run out of money. How do we need to invest our retirement savings? We often don't want to be invested in companies, but that's what, we, that's what we're trying to achieve. Let's pick the thing that's fit for purpose for what we're trying to do here. Yeah, and honestly, if there was something that could get the return that yeah. companies get with the volatility of cash, we'd be invested in it. We'd be telling invest in it. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. And that's the same thing with the horses. If, if I had a horse that was as good as the, that care drafting horse, as Sky High, if I had a horse that I could have won as many care drafts on that I didn't have to put up with, it wasn't yeah. complete pain and wasn't mad as he was, then, yeah, I would have left him at home. I wouldn't have. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But, so, but that's just not how it worked. Take good with the bad. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised where that, where that went. I was, uh, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, where's he going? Yeah, what type of philosophy is he talking about this time? But, 
You tell that in pretty well. I, I think it's a pretty a good analogy one. compared to compared to a lot of other um, stories that I've told or analogies that I've done. This you podcast. painted a picture then, so yeah, like people yeah. can see that in their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah that me, makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really have much more to add that other than I don't know why over the last few days I was thinking about as as uh, as anyone who's had anything to do with horses does. You you always think back about. It's going to accept a bit of volatility. Yeah, exactly. Accept <laughs> a bit of a bit of madness. A bit of madness. And and then and then I often think about this as it relates to everything in life. You know about the most things that are good or most people that are really talented or most things that are really great in one area. They often have something that comes with it. You yeah. know, it, it's a bit like. Yep. Yeah, we football players, for example, I always feel like everyone reads the news and goes, "This football player is crazy. He did ah. this thing at the pub," and you go, "Of course Come he's on, mad. They <laughs> run into each other for sport. Obviously, <laughs> his so. whole job, his whole job is to run into another huge human being. He yeah. has to be mad." Oh, I feel sorry for those sometimes. Like, come on, like his his body is built for running <laughs> into people. <laughs> That's like, right. he can't be the smartest. Exactly, exactly. he doesn't need to be no, either. Exactly. So yeah, no. So that that's exactly right. I think the and that's. As it relates to any of your financial planning, is that you got to think what are, what are we actually trying to achieve here? What is the outcome that we're trying to optimize for? And yep. then pick the strategy, pick the investment strategy, pick the you know the, the way that you handle your cash. Like pick all those things to optimize for the actual thing that you are, that you want to achieve, not for the thing that's going to feel the best or the nicest in the short term. Mm. That's good. Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.